Christmas blessings upon you, friends, and happy Epiphany today on this Sunday. Our gospel today is from the second chapter of Matthew, and here it is, the visit of the wise men. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came, and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star. And on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. A familiar story, is it not? <laughs> I baked a big, beautiful caramel apple pie over Christmas, all from scratch, except for the crust, of course. I mean, who makes crust anymore? <laughs> and just for good measure, I added more apples to the recipe. I put it in the oven, went downstairs with the others to watch a movie. Well, 30 minutes later, we all started smelling something burning. <laughs> yeah, and as I leaped up the stairs to the kitchen, I knew it was the pie. The burn smell was so bad. I opened up the smoking oven and pie was everywhere. It was horrible. Black, crusted, gooey apples and sauce spilled over onto the baking sheet, over the sides, onto the burners and the racks. Oh my, it was horrible. <laughs> and this is the lesson I learned this Christmas. Next year, I'm going to grab one of these and I'm going to buy one at Costco. <laughs> okay, well, I'll need more than this, but anyway. Friends, today is the Feast of the Epiphany. And there is a word that really stood out for me in this gospel that we heard today. I never heard it before. When the wise men got to the place where Jesus was, it says in the gospel, they were overjoyed, it says. Their hearts exploded with gratitude, a deep peace spilled into their spirit, like my pie in the oven. What God put into their hearts couldn't be contained. <laughs> they were happy? No. Were they excited? No. They were overjoyed, overcome, it says. And it got me thinking, when is the last time you felt that overjoyed? I mean, you know, how long has it been since, since you experienced the presence of God so real and intense that it couldn't be contained within you? Not happy, not content, but overjoyed. You know where I see this kind of joy all the time? In little kids. You know, children so young that they don't understand the coronavirus or inflation or cancer. Everything to them is new 
and amazing <laughs> as they look out and experience the world around them. Everything is epiphany to them, new and bursting with life. The colors, <laughs> you know, the smell, squirrel. The crunching sound of rolling in the leaves. Ice cream, a big furry dog. You know, they erupt in laughter and giggling. They're just so overcome. When, is, when did we lose that and why? A child's experience of the world is wrapped in amazement and newness and possibility. And isn't that what those wise men also experienced 2,000 years ago? Amazement, possibility, hope, joy. And they were overcome with that truth. And before you make excuses and say, well, yeah, I'd be overjoyed like that too if I was looking on the face of Jesus. But take a look at the gospel again. It doesn't say that they were overjoyed at seeing Mary and the baby Jesus. No. Before they even see Jesus, the gospel says they were overjoyed at seeing the star, the thing that drew them to Jesus is what brought them such great joy and gratitude. Not the sacrament, the sacramental. <laughs> and that, it seems to me, is the epiphany. Seeing and, and believing how God continually uses your everyday world and experiences to draw you deeper into relationship with Him. Things that seem so mundane and ordinary that can be connections to the divine, can be light, the star, to lead you and me to Him. Which brings me back to the kids again. What crunching leaves and ice cream and barking dogs and kisses and fishing and playing ball all have in common? They're expressions of the God who created and gave them to us. These things that we encounter every day that are stars lighting our path to God. Right? A beautiful sunset, or a singing bird, or being curled up on a soft couch with a good book, the warm embrace of someone we love, or a scoop of Ben and Jerry's chubby hubby ice cream. <laughs> That's the ultimate star right there. Friends, epiphanies, they're beautiful things. 
the opening of our eyes to the presence of God before us in gratitude. And the more we see the light in these things God places into our lives and follow it, the more we too, like those wise men, will become overjoyed, <laughs> filled, overfilled with joy and peace. That's his promise. And like that pie in the oven, <laughs> the more that joy will spill over and stick to everything and everyone around you. So, it's the new year, 2022, new beginnings. How can you attune your life more completely to the Lord? The reason the wise men found Jesus in that manger? Because they were turned so fiercely to the light. Their attention, their hope, and trust never wavered. I mean, you don't think in their long journey, what months and months to get there, they became tired and wanted to give up, thinking, are we ever, is there a child, Jesus? Of course they did. But they didn't give in to that. They kept turned to the star. You don't think these older men experienced injury along the way, sore backs and loneliness? Of course they did, but they didn't give it their attention. You don't think they were scared and hungry and bored? You know they were, but they didn't turn to it. They refused to let these things have power over them. So when it entered their minds, they set it aside and stayed turned and focused back to the light. Back to the light. Friends, what might you do this year to help you be turned the same way? What can you do? Me? I've decided to spend a part of each day reading a spiritual book, something to help me grow spiritually. Now, I do now, but it's sporadic because I'm so busy. You know, we all hear that. We all say it. But I'm not so busy every day to get on Facebook, you know, or scroll through my Instagram feeds or go through the Netflix menu. Now, Ron, come on. So what I did, I canceled one of those social platforms to give me time to spend reading spiritually, connecting me to the light and staying there. Friends, thank you for joining me today on this Feast of Epiphany. Blessings upon you this Sunday, but especially this new year of possibility and hope. May this God bless you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.